Hello, welcome back to the Grow the Jazz podcast. I'll be bringing you fitness education with practical application. Hello everyone, I hope you're all doing well. We have been thrown into the depths of winter here in the UK, which I'm, I'm not a person for the cold. I just don't like the cold. I don't get on with the cold. The only thing it's good for is running. Um, when it's warm, it makes running like the perception of running feel so much harder so i'm kind of like this what this kind of temperature is pretty good for running apart from the cold also makes my eyes water a lot i feel like because so i was on um accutane which is a acne medication like the most intense form of acne medication you can be on accutane or it's baracutane somewhere some places and what is the chemical name for it um you Oh, isotretinoin. So anyway, one of the long on the long list of side effects from that is photosensitivity, which so it makes your skin and eyes and everything more sensitive to light. And I feel like I have that as a side effect that that has just lasted far long since I stopped taking it. And so, long story short, who cares? But um, my eyes water a lot basically. And so when it's colder. I feel like my eyes water even more so that's a bit difficult when running apart from that anyway so that's just a bit about my life you know the the most interesting things going on but today we are going to be talking about how you can and if you can eat out and still make progress so eat at restaurants or maybe it's other people's houses and that kind of thing so my first thought here is the concept of progress um depends on what your focus is right now so and how much kind of wiggle room and and how much this is going to matter or make an impact or not does depend on what phase you're in so are you building are you maintaining are you in a diet um and also depends on whether you've got a timeline or not so okay if you're dieting do you have a timeline that you're working towards if you do okay maybe you don't have as many weeks to lose and actually you you know you've got a certain rate of loss that you're aiming for and actually maybe need to be a bit stricter for example so the the answer to this question and and how to approach it really does depend on who you are what you're working towards what your goals are another thing to consider is that part of why dieting in general and losing fat as a woman is harder is because when doing things like eating out, portion sizes are the same. Um, but compared to maybe your partner, your ma- maybe a male, if you've got a male counterpart, their maintenance calories, their you know total daily allowance of calories is going to be generally a decent amount higher than yours. But you're eating these same meals when you're out, and so you know for a small, petite, relatively sedentary female, you could go to a restaurant and eat your daily calorie allowance in one one meal um so it can be challenging um if we don't look at methods and approaches and know what we're kind of looking for and another thing that it depends on is your approach is probably going to be different depending on whether you eat out regularly a number of times per per week maybe it's with work or you're very social so you often have meals out during the week um or whether you just eat out every now and then for kind of special occasions and your approach might also depend on what kind of event it is you know how significant is it how important is it to you is it a celebration or is it something you know an obligation that you just have to go 
meet your great aunt out for lunch and that then your approach might be slightly different so let's start with if you are in a muscle building phase so you're aiming to be in a calorie surplus or maybe you might be kind of at maintenance but your calories are in a pretty decent place you've got a, a decent amount to kind of play with i would recommend planning the rest of your day around the meal out so plan your day of eating whether you track or not you can still plan you'll want to make sure you're getting a good amount of protein beforehand um, or either side of it because typically restaurant meals are going to be probably lower than a meal you'd um, lower in protein sorry than a meal you'd make for yourself and then you can go and enjoy the meal out you know you can have a bit of flexibility you can pretty much have the flexibility to choose what you want of course eat like an adult don't just go balls to the wall let's see how you know how much i can how many calories i can eat whilst i'm here but you're going to have a decent amount of flexibility now if you are dieting or you are a smaller person with relatively slightly lower kind of maintenance calories you will want to do the same in you'll want to plan the rest of your day if you're dieting it's probably more likely that you're tracking your calories and macros so i'd recommend plan your day of eating out in my fitness power beforehand Um, Again, make sure you're getting a good amount of protein around the meal out as well. But some extra things you might want to do in this situation is firstly, maybe consider looking at the menu beforehand um, to choose what you might have. And from there, you have a few options. If it is a chain restaurant like Nando's or Pizza Express or whatever, they often have the nutritional information online, often saved in MyFitnessPal, so you can head into your um, tracking app of choice and um, we'll choose my fitness power in this example you can search in the database for that meal or you can find it online you know on their nutritional information online and you can log a, a generic kind of um so in, in my fitness power if you don't and do an entry you could just type in fats and and you could enter you know 10 grams of fat if you had that nutritional information protein 30 grams if you didn't have all the details, so you'd still have the macros and calories tracked. Um, if they don't have the nutritional information online, you could perhaps find a similar thing on MyFitnessPal, maybe from another restaurant that does have their calorie information online. You know, if you had a chicken pesto pasta at a restaurant and you know that Pizza Express have that on their menu, maybe you could track that one and you'd get a decent estimate there to, for track tracking. <laughs> alternatively you could make a guesstimate if the meal is pretty simple for example if it is steak and chips or um you know chicken potato veg whatever you you can if you want to you know have an entry there you could make a little guesstimate eyeball particularly if you've got decent tracking experience you know chicken breast looks like that's been cooked in you know maybe some oil so you enter a tablespoon of olive oil add the veg add you know however many chips a serving of chips or fries or whatever um if the meal is relatively made of kind of you know those those simpler ingredients those kind of ingredient meals quote unquote that that would be slightly easier to guesstimate like that or finally if it's going to be really difficult to track 
just leave a sensible buffer of calories for that meal and leave the entry empty. So in that case, you'd plan the rest of your day around it. You might leave, and it depends. It depends, you know, are you just going to go for a main? Are you going to go for a starter in main and have a glass of wine as well? Obviously, in which case you're going to need to leave a larger buffer of calories than if you're just going to stick to a main and diet coke, then you might leave obviously again depending on what you choose on the menu maybe 600 700 800 900 calories leave that buffer and leave that um part of the day untracked so there's some kind of practical tips when it comes to maybe if you're tracking and how to plan the rest of your day around it but what about you know when you're at the meal itself and being able to make good decisions so firstly i'd recommend using a method that I made up myself actually and um, is one that I teach practically all of my clients and I call it the pick and choose method so when you're going out for a meal and and you know it also can apply between meals as well but let's use the example of when you when you're at the meal itself I want you to think about the things you care the most about the part of the meal that you care most about maybe there's something on the menu a main that you know you really love or when you go out with your girls for this dinner, you always have, um, you always share this really nice bottle of wine. And so that might be the thing you pick as your most important thing. So pick the part of the meal that you care the most about. And then you can choose to make other decisions um, that are going to be aligned with your fitness goals. So maybe if I've picked, yeah, I want that starter because I know I love that starter, I might choose to pass on dessert or I might choose to just stick with soft drinks to save on some calories there, for example. Um, but as I said, this can also apply between meals. If, you, if you're someone who goes out, you know, you eat out for two, three plus meals per week, maybe you pick which one you want to be a bit more relaxed on and feel a bit more free around your food choices. And then you choose actually, you know, that lunch out with um, my great aunt. I'm really, you know, it's not that important to me that I have something really special at, at that dinner. So actually at that lunch, so I'm just going to choose actually that meal I'm just going to have the the toast with the poached eggs and some smoked salmon and that's going to be really quite aligned with my fitness goals for that day I'm going to be able to track it and you've chosen that one as something you want to be make some slightly more considered fitnessy decisions around and you've picked your dinner out with the girls on Saturday night to be something you want to be a bit more flexible with okay so my next tip and it's going to be um one that I guess maybe applies for people perhaps who have fewer calories to play with maybe you're dieting um, or maybe you eat out regularly or and you're perhaps at an event or a meal out that you don't care so much about when we're at the meal itself if you want to make the meal a bit more quote-unquote macro friendly or higher protein or slightly more moderate in calories here's some things you can think about firstly being go for an option with a lean protein source ideally so you know the chicken breast the tofu, um, the the hake, the cod. Do things to easily save on calories like ask for dressing on the side or sauces on the side. Restaurants are always happy to do something like that. Maybe you get the chicken Caesar salad, but you ask for the dressing on the side and you could say, um, could I have that without the bacon or without the cheese? And you make little tweaks to the meal. You could also look at you know swapping sides so maybe swap a side of fries for something like boiled potatoes or um, boiled veg or a side salad so if you want that meal to be 
I guess a bit less indulgent, a bit more protein heavy or a bit more kind of macro friendly, there's some little things you can think about. If you find that even when kind of tracking and that kind of thing, again, maybe if you've got less calories to play with, if you find that you're struggling to fit a meal out into your calorie allowance for the day, one method you can consider using is calorie cycling. And so this is something I do quite a lot with my clients and I really like this to be a proactive thing. So you do it um, in anticipation of an event. It's a planned thing rather than going out for a meal, realising the cal- you ate quite a lot of calories and for the next few days feeling like you have to restrict. That's not enforcing positive mindsets around food. But if you know, and if in someone's check-in at the beginning of the week, they say, so I've got this dinner coming up on um, Friday night. I know it's going to be a few courses and so it's probably going to be, you know, relatively higher on calories. If they, if needs be, you know, depending on what phase they're in, we may implement some calorie cycling that week. Perhaps we bring their calories, their calorie target on um, Monday to Friday down by 100. So that on Saturday night, they have, so on Saturday itself, they have an extra 500 calories allowance for that day. So they've got that bit of extra wiggle room. So to give you an example, if my my client's calorie target is 1,800 and they've got that dinner out on Saturday night and they want a bit more wiggle room, a bit more flexibility to be able to enjoy it. So we say, okay, well, Monday to Friday, your calorie target is going to be 1,700 instead. So that on Saturday, they've got that extra 500 calories on top of their regular 1,800 calorie target. So that Saturday's calorie allowance is going to be 2,300. So then we can see how that's freed up a lot more wiggle room. They can then apply those principles that I spoke about earlier, planning their day and you know tracking the rest of their day beforehand either leaving a nice buffer you know they they could leave 1200 calories for the evening then they know they can have a main and a starter and maybe one glass of wine and and perhaps fit it within that or they might even want to bank some more because they have a much larger calorie target um for that day and it just allows them you know particularly if it's a an event that's more important to you or you know something that will be a bit more tricky to make a you know if you know you're going to a burger restaurant or a pizza restaurant we know the meals inherently is going to be a bit higher in calorie and so we that would help to kind of fit it into the day and my final tip and one that is really important is whilst this is a kind of natural instinct in that okay I have dinner out tonight let me just see how little I can eat today so that I can fit the dinner out into my calories for tonight So you go all day, you have an apple for breakfast and you have a green salad with some sad looking chicken for lunch. And then you're waiting, waiting, waiting. You're getting hungry all afternoon. You're thinking, oh God, I can't wait for this dinner out tonight. I'm so bloody hungry. You get there, you're ravenous. The the bread arrives on the table and you're straight in. You can't even focus on conversation because you're starving. So before, you know, everyone's already greeted themselves, you're already kind of half half a baguette down. And then the mains, and what what does that lead to? You feeling stuffed, probably, you know, bloated, very full, uncomfortable. You get home and you think, oh, well, I wish I didn't do that. And oh, I wasn't even that present in the conversation because I was just so focused on the food. And I ended up way massively overeating. And your calories could have been way higher than if you had had a good sized breakfast, a good sized lunch with a good amount of protein you had a good you know um, snack an hour before you went you know a nice big yogurt bowl with some berries and 
um, a, a sprinkling of granola and whatever it might be. So you'd had a good amount of protein in the day. You hadn't been f- food focused all day. You'd backed a decent amount of calories for the evening and you could be present. You could make some good decisions, but you'd not got there starving. You could eat mindfully and slowly, be engaged in conversation. And so don't give in to the temptation to just restrict as much as possible to allow yourself that buffer because it never ever ends well and then you end up feeling shitty afterwards and the you know the cycle continues and so that is whilst there there may be for some people a natural kind of instinct to do that I can guarantee that actually fueling yourself properly throughout the day means that you're going to be able to make better decisions when you're out, be a lot more mindful, be a lot more present and generally be a lot more moderate as well. If some of these topics today are things you feel like you need more support in doing, so like I said, planning when to calorie cycle, having a check-in to be able to discuss, okay, what do we expect from ourselves? What decisions are we going to make at this meal out on Friday? What could be some good options? Working through how to use the pick and choose method. That's exactly what I do with my one-to-one clients. So if you are interested in in working with me on that kind of deeper level, I'll leave all the information about how you can find out more in the show notes below and of course as always if you've got any more questions or you want to chat about these things my dms are always open so feel free to drop me a message Um, but that's all from me for today and i'll speak to you again next week